Hello, good evening everybody. This is the big kickoff here in Liffey Sound 96.4 on the 30th of August. It is 2101, 31, 32, 33. Good evening, Mr. Shannon, how are you? Great, super, smashing. Glenn, anyway, moving on. And we have, uh, who else have we got with us today? Anyone want to say who? No, just me? Yeah. yeah Do you want to introduce yourself? No. It it's a mystery guest who could it be <laughs> anyway the pro 14 is coming up so obviously we're going to go with uh, rugby and obviously we have to get our local rugby expert and all around nice guy Mr Shields here with us ooh look at your portfolio there ready to rock I and know. impress me Darren impress me that's my homework for tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my lines finished. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got plenty coming up. Obviously, we're going to kick off straight away with the Pro 14 with Darren coming up after. Oh, we've got a song here. Uh, obviously, there's a certain uh, nationality uh, crisis going on. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about certain Portuguese, Mr. Happy, and obviously other great, wonderful things that are going on. I'm going to keep you up, up to date on the exciting match that is FC Seduva and uh, some other shower sh- sugars from, uh, se- from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up after this, what is it, Mr. Shannon? Five Grand Stereo, anyone can be a star. Yes, it is. I've got a little secret I think that everybody knows Anyone can get famous For taking off their clothes That's it here at the big kickoff at Liffey Sound 96.4. We're going to go straight into the egg chase, and that is Pro 14. Our beloved four provinces are ready to rock again. It's back. <laughs> Bring back the monkey pitches. <laughs> the bandwagon that is rugby yeah. until we're crap again. Although, will we ever be just ordinary again? No. No? Never. Ooh, I like it. Bold statement. We'll either be awesome or crap. We won't stop at ordinary <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> uh, yeah so it kicks off this weekend with uh, all four provinces it's a, it's a full fixture list I don't think there's anyone missing yeah it. no I'll straight in no kiss and as we mentioned there obviously the top 14 as we said the slave labour that is the French league that's already back a couple of weeks isn't it yeah they're absolutely straight in there's and no messing around there at all Finn Russell is ripping it up for and just before we get into our own um, how are the Irish boys getting off have Azebo played or is he in or? Uh, so I'm in a bit of pre-season haven't seen much yeah. of him in the start of the thing hence, hence why the French team are doing so well uh, <laughs> I was going to say hence why I haven't really watched much of him play <laughs> I don't even have an excuse to watch him anymore it's great <laughs> yes we have Darren Shields here with us to talk yeah, about he's like the, he's like the, the, the rugby Declan Rice <laughs> just don't want that oh, one to do it. Oh, it's too early. I'm no, not ready yet. I'm no, not ready no, yet no. to clear my throat. I can't say that because I, I never really wanted to have anything to do with Zebo. So did you know? No, no. no Declan Rice kind of teased you a little bit. Zebo was like, ah, you're all right, mate. Pull your socks up. <laughs> so good. I suppose we have to kick off with our own province, our home province, which is near Dublin, which is near Inchcore, which is St. Pat's, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> do, you want, do you want to talk about St. Pat's? Is obviously Leinster, and they're kicking off against. Cardiff. Away to Cardiff. Yeah. Away to Cardiff tomorrow evening. Yep. Here, all the, uh, just uh, before we get into it, the TV coverage is it mostly TG Cahar? Uh, TG Cahar have mostly Friday yeah. night stuff. And a bit of Sky. Uh, no, all air. Ooh. Everything is air this year. Hmm. Uh, not to promote one or other. And we have a new sports channel today as well. Other uh, sports channels are available. Virgin Media. Now, I looked for it. It's not start, there. It's not started yet. But apparently every Champions League game and every Europa League is going to be on it. We're going is, way is off that, topic. Is that yeah. not tomorrow, no? Has it not been launched with Gen 1 Tree TV Tree? That started today. Is that 31st? No, it started today. 
Sorry, sorry. Really? Yeah, it started with the news. No, it started. <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. Glenn was looking at expose. That, that, that's <laughs> the one. <moment. laughs> What's the latest fashion? What's in? What's in, Glenn? Shorts. <laughs> Shorts in winter. Glenn, Glenn has been with us four weeks now, yeah. and we haven't. We've seen more knees than we care to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking forward. You're to seeing the same two knees every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're changing. They're changing on a weekly basis. <laughs> so uh, yeah there's some rugby starting this weekend am I right? apparently <laughs> <laughs> it's getting very topical lately it's just a lot of lads and shorts so what, are you wearing, what are you wearing what are you wearing did you see the new jerseys <laughs> yeah Leinster have made the big switch to Adidas don't Mike. like it no I hate it nah boy I haven't seen it now uh, what, what, what's wrong about it I, part of it is my usual thing but most new jerseys when they come out of hand because do you ever read the blurb that comes with it the oh they design, have a backstory now the don't they the designer's backstory that has to come with it it's like the new United one is based off the tram tracks or the train tracks oh yeah, yeah yeah it's like no the, the new Leinster one is based on the spears that were thrown in Leinster before they threw See. rugby balls around and then the green one Christ. which we've never had a green gear right. is now we've got green because we realised the old flag of Leinster was green, green and gold the, yeah. and we haven't so we've got a graphic of the 12 so counties on it Glenn tell us why you love it because it, it's different you know it, it's not blue it's an away strip Glenn it's never going to be blue. yeah I know but it's different <laughs> uh, one of the interesting facts let's get back to facts here we're facts. going Rafa Benitez for a few minutes one okay. of the interesting facts she squad about uh, couple of really good players are out of the Leinster squad this year, gone on to get more game time in Joey Carberry and obviously... Um, Jordy Murphy. Jordy Murphy, it's and obviously he's lips retired. But the interesting thing, like I went on to the basic, oh, players in and player out. Apart from Joe Tamani, it's pretty much all academy players. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be brutally honest, don't know anything about now. Jordan Larmer, we already know who he is. Yeah, Josh, Mur- Josh Murphy and Caelan Doris have got a lot of game time in yeah. the Pro 14 last year. A lot of the academy lads did. Like Leinster... Yeah. Played four, 54, 55 players over the course of the season last year. Yeah. Which some people would say, you know, shows that maybe the, the league is being used as a, as you know, a way of to bringing these yeah. lads through. I don't see that as a bad bad thing. Mm. You know what I mean? You're getting cheap games to go and see. There's loads of people turning out. It's a good atmosphere at it. You're getting to see the next the, big the, thing, yeah, potentially. And the players are class. You know mm. what I mean? Um, who else have you got? Yeah, you said you had Tamani's after coming in from Montpellier. Yeah, he's a 17 cap wallaby. Am I right in saying that or something like yeah, that? Yeah, in around there. He's a centre, but can play on the wing as well. Right. Um, huge big unit. Now, really? Would have been one of those guys that you would say, typical Islander, if you want him to run through a wall, he will. Yeah. If he's properly motivated, certain times in a game, he'll switch off. But there's a lot being made over the fact that he got his agent to approach Leinster as opposed to Leinster going to him, he kind of went, that's the team I want to play for. Right. Apparently he's trimmed down a good bit. Yeah. Um, he's lost a, a few kind of kilos he was carrying, but he, he is a serious unit. Yeah. Like, uh, he, he's making all the right sounds so far. But again, you're looking at the thing, the problem with Tamani coming in, you've got that rule about the use of New Zealand and Australian players. There's a European rule that you can only play three players in a European game. No, sorry. Yes, you can play three players if one of them's a front row, otherwise it's just two players. So right. that is very specific. It is. But it's also very specific with the countries because there's certain countries have done a deal with the EU that they don't qualify. So South Africa doesn't qualify, the Pacific Islands doesn't qualify. <laughs> how did the, how did this deal come about? It's, it was more of a trade deal. I blame has, Brexit. That has bled into 
rugby business as weird. opposed to. Yeah, it's a really weird one. That's Hence why there are certain players there's certain players that would be playing with English clubs or French clubs that even though they are Australian capped or New Zealand right. capped, they have two passports. So they may have been Australian capped but born in South Africa or Zimbabwe or something like right. that. Which mm. qualifies them to come in and not use up one of their players. So, so it's like what Coutinho done. He switched. He has now has a, a Portuguese passport. So Barcelona can sign another non-EU player. Yeah. Cause, so it's... the. I feel like more people will relate to the football version because it's more straightforward than... It's only certain... Because St. rule! Because in rugby, it's only certain countries. So like, yeah. So is it just Australia and New Zealand? No, but there's only a certain number of countries that are there, but of the rugby-playing countries, you've kind of the Pacific that Islands. Mad. Yeah, it's a weird one. But such is the nature of it. But so, say, Leinster in Europe can only play three like players from Australia and New Zealand. Well, they had the incident last year. Remember where they had Scott Fardy, uh, Jameson Gibson Park, the scrum half, and James Lowe. Fardy was playing out of his skin in the pack, so he was definitely starting. James Lowe looked like the next coming and everybody mm. was like we're gonna play him but then um luke mcgrath got injured mm. so they were like oh hang on we need a scrum half on the bench and we need gibson park there so Lowe was told sorry mate you're uh, you're wearing the suit for this match so open the stands is it three of the starting players or three in the whole squad three in the whole squad it's three in your 22 so or 20 that's a mad rule so, so y- yeah you couldn't have one on the bench and like swap them now no oh, all right you trying to? You're always finding loopholes. Uh, trying to. <laughs> typical <laughs> footballer. I was trying to find the grey area. Life is never a pa- black and white. Life is a pass fan. Uh, speaking of which, before we go into the other provinces, is there any real changes? No way they're always trying to progress the game. Uh, any funky real change this year? No, nothing too spectacular. Yeah. Not that I can think of, top of my head. Yeah. Nothing that wasn't in last year. But none that's grabbing headlines anyway. If there no, is any, no. it'll be minor. No, no. no it's just kind of like when you're looking at the way the teams are shipping up. Like you were saying, a lot of it does come down to who's come in and who's gone out. Like okay. um, Leinster have all those young players coming through. They have a pretty big squad anyway. Mm. There was another bunch of lads, like supporter and stuff like that, that would have come up from the academy last yep. year. Um, you've Can I ask you, gone, who is Nase Vac? Was gone. Who's Vac Abdeladze? He is a Kasnock lad from the community college in Kasnock. Oh, he yeah. played with Kilmine as far as I know. Um, Georgian background, I yeah, presume. Front row. Yeah. Absolute beast. <laughs> I was about um, to say, yeah, I'm sure he's a small yeah, guy. He 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 tears people apart. <laughs> he, he is, a, he is a, a bear squeezed into a jersey. Um, <laughs> good to watch out for. He'd be one of those ones yeah. where you kind of go, oh, they'll never put a 20-year-old lad into the front row in a Pro 14 game up against some experienced internationals. And He will. You just stick him in and see what happens. Is, yeah, this, yeah. is this where we are now that we're just rolling them out? Yeah. Well, Leinster are, aren't Lens- they? Compared Leinster to are the, the new Samoa. They're like the European yeah. Samoa. That every club around Europe will end up having an ex Leinster player Jesus. playing for them at right. some point right. and our lads that have gone through the academy or come through the school system and they've just kind and of and what way are Leinster what, what way are they bringing them up like we know obviously they have an academy but what, where are they feeding from schools below that mostly so and, but the, see the clubs have come on a massive way um, but the school system in Leinster is ridiculously high the and do they have an input into that in or is the Leinster would they sorry? yeah see Leinster Leinster have, a lot of it comes down to the way the IRFU started it, but Leinster seem to have kind of jumped onto this thing that you see uh, the GAA are trying now of having development officers. Like there'll be community officers and development officers 
all over Leinster. And they'll be involved with, if you're a community officer in, let's say, the, the Lucan area, you might be associated with Barn Hall mm. or maybe over with Clondalkin. But you'll also go in, you'll spend your afternoons going into all schools, the local yeah. schools Very and good. maybe setting up tag teams or sevens tournaments and picking out lads. Like there was a, a brilliant tournament they ran uh, two years ago, a sevens tournament in Donnybrook, mm-hmm. where they had a, te- a couple of teams from schools, but they also had a couple of teams of lads that had been given an eight week program and they were all football, GAA or Harlem players. Um, that were just kind of taken out. But yeah. when you put athletes in, give them really good coaching, and then a game where there's loads of space yeah. that you can just show off, they were phenomenal. Like the standard was outstanding. Um, it was really good. But it is it, a lot of it is coming from the standard of coaching at schools level and the money invested into it is ridiculous. And what about on the Connacht and Munster and Ulster side of things? Are they... Are they just miles off them? Or, um, or, or are they sort of following up quickly? Ulster are a little bit behind. Munster are getting better. They've had a couple of a couple of kind of quiet years, but they're improving. Connacht have kind of drifted off um, a little bit, but what they had been doing, what Connacht had been doing was they had been using Ross Gray, which, though it's a Munster school, mm. their rugby side of the school is on is in Leinster so they play in the Leinster Cup because <laughs> it's a higher standard um, and they play their guy games down on the other side of the river yeah of course and that's yeah they, they play in Munster down there but what had been happening was uh, Connacht were using that as their academy hmm. so they'd take six academy guys or eight academy guys and they'd organise scholarships for them to go in there but new rules at schools level means you have to be in a school for 20 months before you can play um, senior cup for them. Okay. So essentially, if you go in in fourth year, you can't play till you're in sixth, sixth. year, which obviously doesn't suit the, the academy guys mm. as well as. They so speaking of the other guys, so take them in, in first year is essentially well, that's the, the way around. Yeah, if you wanted, but how are you yeah. going to spot a guy yeah. in first year? In first, so no, in saying that, that didn't stop the likes. Well, it's the first year they brought the rule in. Um, there, I know there was a guy from KH, another guy from that's King's Hospital, by the way, for the yeah. lay people. Yeah, just chat it in there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, bugs. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I had that on a sign. What are skills area. are available? <laughs> 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 um, but what they do is the very first year they went around to loads of athletics meets and stuff like that yeah. and picked up a lot of players and offered them right. scholarships and got them in the third year so they could play Jay's junior cup and then get them up down to seniors then the following year. So obviously, we have to mention the boys down south. But obviously, I'm doing a bit of a past thing here. I'm making it about Leinster. Joey Carberry, how is he going to fit in? Super. Yeah? Yeah, he's going to absolutely rip it up down there. I, I really think Munster are going to be the team to watch this year. I think, I think Leinster, <sighs> Leinster are going to be good. Yeah. And they'll do what Leinster do. Yeah. But it's, it's, re- it's going to be really, really hard to be what sort of became known as the dream season. You know, that kind of way. That you could go a, a season, win the double, which nobody's yeah. done before. The Irish players involved then... You had some lads nearly went an entire season without getting beaten. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else did you got? The likes of Sexton, who they went down to Australia then and they won the Six yeah, Nations. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they basically won everything in front of them. How do you get yourself mentally up for the season after that? How do you top it? You yeah, know? Yeah. Um, Competition's probably the only thing, isn't it? Yeah, potentially. Well, that's it. But, you know, when you, you only get so many chances out against the likes of Munster and whatever, they've. Got, they've recruited really well. They've got Tyg Byrne in from Scarlets, who was, you know, player of the season last year in yeah. the Pro 14. 
Uh, Mike Haley in from the Sale Sharks is a fullback. Um, he's he's English but Irish qualified. Oh. So that's how they've got him in. His granny. Oh, his, don't go there. His yeah. Mater- yeah. Don't go there, yeah. Don't yeah. sound hypocritical. Exactly. <laughs> his maternal granny's from Kerry, but he's played for he's played for England twice or three times already. <laughs> oh, sorry for snorting on radio. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, What's the story with the two academy players' names? Calvin Nash and Finneen Witcherly. Who the hell's Finneen Witcherly? Uh, Do you know? No. Do you know what? No. Ah. Sinjin Smythe's grandfather. Yeah. La- last year, th- it just goes to shout out, it's not all club based down there either. <laughs> no. Last year, they brought in the two South African teams to give it that little sprinkle yeah, on they top. Did. Uh, one do you, good, one not f- so good. Yeah, how do you feel it, it all sort of finished off last year for them and their inclusion into the, to the tournament? And are you expecting any more this year from them? Uh, I, I think the Cheetahs did really well, and I think. Thankfully, the Cheetahs making the semi-final of the playoffs yeah. did enough to justify the fact that they were there. The Kings were brutal. Mm. Like, absolutely. Sure one win yeah, all season. Absolutely poison. Um, now, kind of going on from that, you're looking at them next season, Cheetahs have lost a lot of players. There's three of them, I think, gone to Wales. Uh, right. They've signed for a Scarlet's alone, and then there's a few kind of dotted around Europe. They kind of, they got their little window. They were offered more money they moved up yeah, and yeah. Um, there is talk that the Kings are going to be in a much better position state this year and the year after they've got a new owner in they had an awful lot of trouble last year um, when they at the remember at the start of the season there was like you know two men and a dog uh, watching yeah, you know, a massive yeah, big stadium because they're playing they're big. playing in the Olympic Stadium it's one of the yeah. old World Cup grounds it's huge World Cup stadium, yeah, yeah. from 2010 yeah um, it was a it's a phenomenal setup and it's at sea level so you're not playing at altitude mm-hmm. and stuff like that so it's a much more you know welcoming place to try and turn up and play and there's a big kind of rugby community there but last year there was a backlash from the local clubs uh, and provinces about this kind of international thing that they were going into mm-hmm. they thought it was belittling the local game and stuff that seems to have been sorted out okay now from what i've heard um and hopefully then they're going to start recruiting and get themselves up. So long term, they're probably going to be better. I would say this season, Cheetahs will still be the best of them. Is hopefully they do all right to justify it. There's still a bit of a long game on the potential of North American teams? No. That's, that's gone. gone. That's, End of. Yeah. From what I've heard now, that is, yeah. that's gone. There's more chance of more South African teams coming in. Okay. Um, that's a possibility. They might get a couple more provinces. Uh, we'll switch over. And what was the feedback from the Irish teams in travelling down? Did they find it hard or was it tough to adjust? Or It's it's not a big deal. Like the travelling is awkward. Yeah. And obviously depending on uh, your schedule, if you're going down and you play a couple of games, you usually go down for two weeks at a time. Um, you play both away matches yeah. consecutively. So it's not too bad in that sense. I think an awful lot of the teams, uh, I know the Irish teams anyway, when they went down, they used it nearly like a mid-season tour. That they brought it down. There were days where the players got, you know, downtime. Yeah, a couple of days off, go off, do something mm. touristy, have a bit of team bonding. Oh, sure. Get the academy lads in. Did one of the Welsh lads get bit by a lion or something crazy, wasn't it? Or yeah, he tried, yeah, he tried to pet a lion. <laughs> it was the Welsh hooker right before the Six Nations. He tried to pet a lion. Yeah, he stuck but his he hand in the cage. What was a lion? I, I think he but didn't he's to lose his hand. But for he, trying that. But out of sheer luck players rather are than anything else, the, the tooth went straight through his hand 
Um, but missed all of the kind of vital nerves and <laughs> tendons and stuff like that. So it was literally just wrap them so up. So not and just give footballers, I take. Yeah, just See? wrap them up and give them a, t- a t- Ooh, lion. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a personal question. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. Hang on. What time was it? The lads know where the European Champions Cup final is because I got very excited thinking I knew an answer of a different question last week. Newcastle and we're going. Yeah. Will an Irish team be in the final? Yes. Realistically? Yeah. <clears throat> Because I'd hate that to happen now and it's fecking Saracens against some other English. Yeah, no. One of, uh, yeah, like, obviously, we want Leinster. And no, we're, we're, we're but are you confident? Leinster be there. Really? Yeah. Whew. Leinster be Whew. there and I think Munster will... Win Who cares? Pro, they won't be there. They'll win the Pro 14. Oh, so you're going for Munster? Plumbing for Munster? I wouldn't for say plumbing. I, I, I would say... You're I, not up I, for them, but you, no, you tipped yeah. I, I tipped them for the Pro 14. Leinster yeah. for the big one. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, yeah we go again. Would rugby now? I I get a lot of a uh, <laughs> bad rap on this show because I refuse to support Cork City in their European uh, advances. So would it be the same? In <laughs> that makes it sound like the lads out in the night out, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going around blocking lads? A lot eh? of Cork lads on the lash of Magaluf. <laughs> How is girls? That's it. And there's Glenn. Uh, He's married. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Sorry, yeah. Like, so, no, are you w- w- like would, would I cheer for Munster? Yeah. No. Ooh. In Europe? Really? No. If Leinster were gone? No. Oh, alright, alright. I'd go along and watch the game. Yeah, I need to watch uh, As a, a neutral t- or a, a supporting the other team? Oh, no, as a neutral. Alright. So, Munster oh, gets to the final next year. And they're, and they're playing an English side. Yeah. Are Would we going to just sit there neutral? Or are we going to go? It depends how many are points we gonna go full? Are we going to wear the red and go for it? Oh, we are not wearing red. <laughs> we are not wearing red. No? No. Oh, Even if it was not the Leicester playing Saracens, maybe. <laughs> Even there if it was the team that were to knock out Lancer uh, and went on to play Munster in the final, would you support Munster or the team that... I'll just go and watch the match. You, you've already got the answer that you wanted. So, you that, so in rugby, order. yeah, they, he, exactly they're the same, same as you. As you. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I, I, stop badgering the witness. <laughs> I'd ra- I, I prefer Munster over Leinster, yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Microphones oh, off. We'll be back with more oh, after this. Yeah. Glenn's on a timeout. Take it easy. Here comes a here comes a break. Broadcasting to Lucan. This is Liffy Sound, ninety-six point four FM. Hi guys, yeah, this is uh, Luffy Sound 96.4. We're all here for Leinster uh, in the top 14, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, guys, I'm on my own, yeah, guys. I just noticed we got Leinster mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're blue here, and obviously no one can see them. Blue and white for Leinster. Um, anything else to talk about in sport this week? I don't think so. It's been quiet, hasn't it? It's been, it, sport always gives Respect. us stuff. Always gives us stuff. very full this week. week. And all about but is there any real major topic? Well, obviously we're going to go with Declan Rice and, oh. and, and, and how... <laughs> How he's it's ended his international he's career. Destroyed our hopes <laughs> of any chance of making our own championship. But that's the thing. Is that your like man that signed Cannonball? Yes. Who what? Decker. Jeez, that went down the head, didn't it? <laughs> For me, that's. I, I, look, here, quick uh, straw poll. Who is he going to play for? England. Three caps for England. And is international. So England. Career. Yeah. Yeah, one clap for England. Ooh, I'm gonna. Uh, it's not to be different, although it obviously, yes, obviously, it looks is. like it is. I, I don't know. I really, I, I probably, if I had to go on the whole, I'd probably say England. But I, I, I 
we have a chance. I think we have a chance. Okay. We, we have a chance of him not playing for England, but whether he will come back again <laughs> and play for No, Ireland. at the moment, there is a window. At the moment, there is a window for him to get a few caps at the minute for England. Without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. But I think that's all he'll get. So are you under Roy Keane camp? Ooh. Can I ask you how surprised you were to hear David Gold challenge Manuel Pellegrini to turn Declan Rice into a, an England international? Um, well, it's going to be pretty difficult if he's Irish. And he is Irish. Plays for Ireland, yeah. And he's given every indication that Ireland is where he wants to play. Yeah, because he's Irish. Yeah. Where else would he want to go? If you had a choice, Ireland or England? Pretty straightforward, isn't it? Ireland. Right, moving go. on. We'll go on to talk about something else now. Roy's made it quite easy. Now, Speaking of which, see you tomorrow, Roy. Obviously, obviously he, he said that back in June. Yeah. Right, so he said that back in June with a hell of a lot of confidence. Because he's actually in fecking Ireland training gear outside and... Kissing the yeah, badge yeah, yeah. And, and what have you. Now, there's been a lot of comment since with uh, since the, the decision to mm. not go with the squad this time. There's been Kevin Kilban who's had his say... Uh, Richard Sadlier had a say on top of that um, so and James McLean Damien Stephen Duffy Shane Duffy sorry not Stephen Duffy and Stephen all, Duffy plays for Pats doesn't he <laughs> reserves, I actually, reserves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> up and coming prospects <laughs> but, but yeah everyone's chiming I in I think everyone's jumping in and, and they're saying their bit but for me when you look at the Declan Rice situation you've played for Ireland You've played three times for Ireland. You've trained with them. You've you've gone through the whole. You've gone through the whole system, system from 15s up, and then oh, a one conversation, and you're doubting yourself. Yeah, like at the end of the day, where he is with West Ham, as I said to Glenn before the show, he's got that little bit further in West Ham for being an international, in my opinion. Mm. Like he's probably got a nod over one or two others because he's an international. Yeah, and now I'm not just saying that as a, as a senior international, as an international going up through the through the years and. You know, Ireland have put him at that level and now to jump ship and go to another country, that's what will get me the most. If he does, he does. I, I'm not going to be overly if it's an agent bothered thing. about him. If but it's, yeah, if it's allegedly agent he's a new thing, agent. He's, ta- he's a new agent, so the agent's probably talking to him. If you look at it, let's have a look at, they've ta- talked about it already before, about Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire, they're talking about 60 million going to Manchester United before the deadline yeah, uh, day was finished. I really hope so. Now, if Harry Maguire was playing for Ireland, six, it wouldn't be 16 million. No. So they do. It does add value to everything if you're an English player. It, For non, no absolute. It's a nonsensical reason. There's no re- well, reasoning the, uh, behind it. The reason for the Premier League, you could justify as in, there's now a rule that you have to have so many English players in your actual squad. Maybe yeah. That's somebody true. could so be putting them under pressure in that, that sense as well. Yeah, added value. Yeah. Is that still? For, but only for Premier League. There is no, a quality, you have to yeah. have. You have to have something like eight in your squad. Yeah. And are they players who've there can be your they, squad can be thirty, yeah. So yeah. you have to have. Uh, and they could. Have, they don't have to be declared for England. They just have to be trained in England. It, no, it, they have to be, have an English nationality. So you don't have to be capped for England, but you have to have an English passport. So yeah. they, they, you can bring. Well, I thought it was like if you went over and played, it, did your academy time. Yeah, well, see, England. if you go over and do your academy time, you can. You've been there for so many years. You can get an English passport because you've spent so many. So. So long in England. So when Fabregas was there, he would have been able to get one. Uh, you know, that's right. why and Almunia could so have played for England Brexit and all that kind of crack. Yeah, I blame Brexit. Yeah, Brexit. I blame Brexit. Oh, why, why, why should he? He could potentially lose his Irish passport. He screwed then. Yeah. Mm. 
No? Touching right, a straw, yeah. You can have both. Oh, can you? Yeah. I'm just going to have two parts. I can't come back they, to they, but they should put the fish. Blown it. His summer's playing hurling in, in, the, in his nanny's field or whatever, because that's the story of the mo- I played. Well, in fairness, oh, no, that's boxing. You're Matthew Macklin, he actually played for Tipperary. Oh, if I'm not mistaken. Tony's so. listening. He can text us and tell me if that's yeah. true or not. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. Dara, what's your thoughts? On Damien Rice? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great, great artist. No, next one. <laughs> um, I think he should be gone. I don't, yeah, I, I just think. Do you think the minute that he has that doubt, will he have lost the lads in the dress room? Yeah, yeah. Like, like there is gonna be issues over. I just, I just think if you're thinking about it that much, mm. you're getting into that uh, Jack Grealish, even the Stephen Ireland kind of thing. Yeah, that you just you create enough bad will or bad vibes mm. in the dressing room that it, most coaches aren't going to want you back anyway yeah. because they know that half the team are going to be against you even yeah. if half of them agree with you and see like now this is O'Neill so you can't exactly go along the the, the norm with O'Neill mm. because there's been a lot of but this has been the norm with O'Neill and is he playing a good game by going he kind of declares what's happening with these players i.e. Earl and Grealish and they, right I've done all I can it's up to them now in other but words yeah, if they say yes happy days if they say no well I did me bet yeah you know, I, I think he's just put a bit of transparency on it that keeps him. We yeah. don't know safe. if he's done his best. That's no, I, of course not. Because we, we, we come across. Been, what we've been told is that he was left out of the squad. It, he doesn't actually say Declan Rice went to O'Neill and said, "Don't put me in the squad." Yeah, but so, they had a conversation. Yeah, they had a meeting, so they yeah. met together. So he purposely went to him to talk about it. Now, as you said, he didn't say. We don't know if he said. Yes, leave me out. I need time to think. Or O'Neill instigated that maybe you should have some time to think. Yeah. Well, he could have still put him in the squad and not played him in. He could have just played him in the friendly match. See the power of having a listener. <laughs> a listener. Remember, I said about Matthew Macklin. Pro boxer Matthew Macklin was only 15 and the GAA organised to fly him back to Ireland for a divisional hurling final. There you go. Thank you, Tony. There is somebody out there. Jesus, look, you're all stunned. Yeah. yeah. I thought we don't talk about you. Live! So. <laughs> <laughs> the Kevin Combatant tweet was I'd rather be ranked 150th in the world and never qualify again than have someone who play uh, who has played but needs time to think whether they should play for us again. So. Um, I if it was slightly worded better, I'd 100% agree with him. But yeah, I, I don't really understand I, that. I'd too. sell out if, if I get so, so, so a few championships. So the, I don't want to be 150th in the world today. The, the one tweet I really think summed it up is he's lost more fans in the past 48 hours than he'll ever gain again whether he plays for England or not because he's reality is unless he drastically improves and turns into the next superstar but even Big Sam said it but even Big Sam and Stuart Pearce are coming out going think about it here mate like you know they're almost saying stay where you are like do you want to get 5, 10 caps max for England or 60 and 70 for Ireland they're saying get the 60 or 70 for Ireland and get that championship potentially that he may not get because he's struggling to get into the West Ham side at the minute and he looked like a spoiled show when he's taken off at half time in the first game so and he was poor and and Pellegrini could all of a sudden he's 4th or 5th down the picking order and he rots away and he has to go off again but but you know what I mean you're looking at that England squad they're all pretty young the yeah, last yeah. thing they need is another defensive midfielder. <laughs> Someone to sit there and do nothing. So, like, um, but would he be actually considering this if they didn't make the semi-final of the World Cup? Potentially, yeah. That's, but see, this, if, if they went out in the group stage, 
it, nothing would have happened it, yeah. it's, it's a convenient way that this whole it might thing happen re- more though because they're desperate for talent if you yeah. know what I mean but yeah, his, his interest has reignited of course conveniently after they do well in the World Cup but didn't we all like we, we all started even here we were going mm-hmm. it's coming home and stuff no. like that <laughs> <laughs> no not even well, you no no I was a bit. Did not even, did not even, bit he, he was down at Cork throwing, uh, <laughs> throwing abuse at the fans going into the European games. Did you not even sit in your same Pat's gear and uh, on your bunk bed thinking it's coming? Pat's, home. Pat's had a Pat's team in the in the green and white, aren't they? Remember your man <laughs> that was outside Stephen's right? green. Oh, I love Pat's. The, 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 the green and white. Best, the team in the green. Oh, <laughs> classic, absolute classic. That's that's Pat's for you. Coming up next week. <laughs> St. Pat's yeah, fans We great. have that yeah. person from the video. <laughs> yeah. He's designed a new stadium. <laughs> but so that, that, that. but if we look at it th- at the four of us, there's there's three who kind of think <laughs> that, that yeah, and, and, and I'm pretty much there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to be honest, maybe that's what it is. It's the bit of he's been there through the ranks and he might look back and go, Yeah, let's stick to where I am. Because kind of thing. if it was you or myself, if if you've grown up in a country uh you're not going to change your mind in that country. If you're with a country that you want to be with and you're playing for them, there's no question. Like my I cousin, can't see a question. Yep, my there. cousin born in London, right? He obviously, he's grown up in England and he, yeah. he wants and to play and now it's a, a bit of a, it's a problem for him and he's, he doesn't want to rush into it. Yeah. He, he's only 19 and he has gold and his agent in his ear by the sound of things. Like at the end of the day, I know his agent's there to do the best for him, but mm. it's his, it's his choice. Whether, oh, he whether he chooses to, get capped for England or get capped for Ireland he still gets paid yeah. for the international cap like deep down if he goes regardless of the reasons or whatever it's a pity because we really could do it his yeah. type no, of player see, or brand of player we could but we, it's down we, to him we could but look it's at totally a lot of our talent him. all of our talent seems to come in the right back and especially the right back but a lot of our up and coming players are defensive players mm-hmm. so yeah it will hurt us now but if you look at our youth coming up you know, look at the 19s you look at the seventeens in particular, and also the fifteens, mm. and look at the schoolboy leagues all over Ireland. Like, look at how well the the leagues done in the Milk Cup up north. Now, we do have a lot of good talent coming up. But can I be but honest with you? Right now, I'm, I'm not trying to be smart to you, but it's been like that for thirty and forty years. Mm. We yeah, have loads of prob- talent, and it's the same in England. Everyone's nice and fresh and upcoming at fifteen. It's when you get to the business end that you got it in the talks. I and it's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of they're not. And it's a mixture of he's Irish or we're like, oh, and get the 24-year-old Spaniard for 20 minutes. I'll get the 24-year-old Spaniard. It's a bit of both. That's yeah. why a lot of these will not <coughs> and never make yeah. it. It's not their fault, and but they y- won't. You said you know, Declan Rice has Ireland to thank for where he is at yeah. West Ham now. So if O'Neill actually used a lot of the younger players that we have available mm. and capped them, mm. their value would go up. They would True. attract more championship, higher championship, mid-table championship and lower league, but they have to be maybe mid. Yeah, if you're looking at Ireland, he, gets, judge, he gets judged on results, though. Yeah. They have to be yeah. good enough. If they're but, not good enough, they can't play. But the players he's calling up now aren't good enough. But that's because that's all we have. We well, it's not all we have. That's all he's picking. Do you know what he wants to say? He wants There's to say not enough League of Ireland league players. No, players. Uh, that's exactly that it's Yeah, look at Ronan Hay, Rory Hay. Okay, who had 9.41? At least hey, I didn't say Pats, cards, right? <laughs> At least I didn't say Glenn Pats. Glenn Bingo, house, I got house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you saying. Like he's ca- he's called up a, a lad from in in Norwegian-born Ireland declared goalkeeper. Take him. 
Yeah. I'm desperate. Take but him. he's left out, I know, this... Uh, there's plenty of paddies in America as well. We have to start getting yeah. on this. And you're mad with international inter. But it's going to happen soon enough yeah, with Nigeria. We've a lot of up and coming African talent that's going through the Irish setup. They're going to start coming as well. Like your Victor Moses in England and he jumped ship to Nigeria. It's yeah. going to happen there. It can happen with the likes of Poland and a lot of the Eastern Europeans. This is. It's this is the start of it. This is going to be more common, yeah. and every yeah. every year we're going to talk about the next talent that we're going to be fighting with Nigeria and whoever it may be I'll for who who we're going to keep. There's a couple of lads from Dublin, two of them I think that are actually playing underage. They live in Ireland. Mm-hmm. They're playing underage league of Ireland, mm-hmm. and but they're playing with the Eastern European countries that yeah. they're from. Now, I know it's a bit, it's, it is a bit different now if an African team wouldn't exactly be looking at a lad from... But it could happen. It could happen. It probably will happen, especially but the, if the lads not, that are playing for Ireland. But if they're not, if they're not looking at it and he does declare for Ireland, hmm. you know, there's a chance that he, he could uh, gain a, a love, a grow for Ireland. And you do see it for a lot of people that move to Ireland. They do have a love for Ireland. Whether they have a love enough for Ireland to actually declare mm. for them and play yeah, for them. Yeah, but you don't know their, f- their, their whole family life that may be created about their culture back home. Especially yeah. if the mother and father are just, you know, if they're full on Nigerian, then that's it. Yeah, yeah. but and then there's others full on Nigerians that come in and they actually embrace Ireland and oh, they, 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 they all put do. their sons into but local GAA clubs. But if, and it, 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 like what Declan Rice is doing, it's for. He could have made the choice for Ireland because yeah. England weren't around and I'll keep the family happy. But this is completely but, different, uh, anyhow. Do you know De- what I mean? Declan Rice is, is born and bred in England. Yeah. And my cousin who was born in England and. He was half decent and he had a half a chance. And I always slagged him when I was, uh, he was 14, 15. Yeah. Because his dad is, is uh, I think he's Nigerian, he's African descent. And I, his mom obviously born and bred in, in Lucan. Yeah. And I said, what happened? He said, I'm English. I play for England. Yeah. Now, so what if England aren't around? And uh, Nigeria, he said, well, that's different. It's 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 football. I, yeah. I'd probably go. But deep down, his number one choice yeah. was England. So but, it but could it, easy. He's not. Deep down, he's not Irish. Yeah, no, really. and his mother country's come back, the and that's what's torn. Ireland, I have to respect did, that. Uh, I respect we're that. Irish, that, that so that's what makes it hard. It, that that is what you know does flip this whole argument. Mm. But Ireland were there when England weren't. Ireland took him in and they nursed him. Ireland have a good. Doesn't make a difference. Doesn't make a difference. Though. Mm. But that surely has to be playing into no. it as well. It, it, no, no, it's only guilt. Yeah, because if you look, the fact it, of the matter is, he's English. He he if. The reason he's changing his mind is because he wants to play for England. There's no other reason. And to tell you the truth, the biggest problem is the eligibility rules. Yeah. You should not be able to play a full international, friendly or not. Yeah. Your decision that should, should be, be before yeah, that. Be Once you play a, a friendly or a competitive game, that's it. You're cemented then. That's because what you're doing is you're taking yeah. caps away from after kicking it around for 20 minutes. But deep yeah. down, that's but really what it is. Yeah. Will he, he get to keep his Ireland international caps? Or will he be scratched back in, to zero? Already in his sit room, probably somewhere. It's, it's happened before with other countries. So, so yeah, he yeah. gets to keep these three caps for I Ireland. So. Yeah. I, I, I've no idea. Or or is he I'm guessing he would. No, no, because he gets to keep them. He's played yeah, them. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But di- but listen, <coughs> that sums everything up in a nutshell. Like it is, it is what it is, and it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. And whatever we he all dis- seem to think we know the answer. Whatever he but decides. He has him. to look after. I'm himself. not going to hold it against it's him. For him, it's his life, no. so but he has to look after. I'd be just disappointed we lose a decent player. Yeah. That's yeah. it, though. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to jump into the nationalistic. It's the well, disgrace. Well, More nonsense after the break. 
You're listening to Liffy Sound www.liffysoundfm.ie Listen online Community radio at its best Yes, that's it. Welcome back here on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. FC UFA, UFA, whatever. Where are they from, actually? Ah, anyway, Rangers done a uh, one-all draw away to go 2-1 in aggregate. Two men sent off again today. The crazy man that is Morelos got done again. And John Flanagan near the end. Uh, Burnley are one-all against Olympiacos. They're 4-2 down in aggregate. They yeah, need to badly. Celtic are 3-0 up against Seduva. 4-1 up in aggregate with about 10 minutes to go. And that's, yeah, they're the, the three UK teams. Good. I'm glad to see Celtic and Rangers yeah. get through. And to be honest, fair play to Jason at the interest. minute. It's, and, and it's not to do... Get hit a bloke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's nothing <laughs> to do with Liverpool or anything like but he's had a half-decent start, in fairness to him. Um, I didn't think they'd get through all the rounds in Europe, to be honest. Um, so fair play. Yep. But it'll yep. be interesting. All fair at the weekend. That'll nah. be a good game now. To yeah, and the whole Rodgers-Gerrard. No, it won't. Oh no, it won't. Stop. But all Rogers Gerrard thing. It won't be a good game. No. Why not? Because it'd be the usual Scottish dribble. Do you know what? It'd be like Gah. Uh, it'd Did be you full watch of Rangers and it'd be full of bluster. Yeah, Hold on. Hold and fell a shoulder in each other. No quality, but full of bluster. Yeah. That's that's nonsense now. No, it is. And you just get a scrap half. Ra- Ranger, Rangers, Rangers, Rangers and Motherwell last week was a three all classic <laughs> with a last minute winner. Yeah. How to choke how to choke and throw away a game in the last minute. Again. Sure, they tried to turn it on him hold saying on, it was hold on, hold on, They tried to turn on. it on him about the substitution. It was he should have never made the substitution and this is and it's because of him, I'd say they would have never brought it up only for somebody of his Stature is in the position. Yeah, but that's what he has to take. So. Oh, no, absolutely. And I'm sure it'll be the same for Lampard and whatever with Derby. Now, just on Jose Mourinho, because oh. there's a big thing. It's gone on for weeks and we haven't really mentioned it, as in we've brushed on it, but we never really sort of dug in the details. And we'll yeah. just do a couple of minutes on this. But at the end of the match, he walked down to the crowd. and We're not going to talk about this, right? But I just want to say one thing, because everyone's ignoring it this week. Super sports. So the Spurs were super, they but are, it's all about Lucas. United. But, but, but they on, were hang, super. Hang on. Let them get his retaliation no, no. first. We're going to talk about United, but everyone's forgetting. Oh, and no, I think it was awesome. even Danny Murphy. I can't believe I agree with him. He goes, can I mention something? Now, obviously, he's an expert. Can, can we talk about how good Spurs were? Mm. They turned it on for the 20, 25 minutes and mm. whatever. Super away win. But anyway, let's go back to well, it. But Mourinho went down at the end of the game and <laughs> started clapping his own fans. Now, for about... Half a minute. It was, it was a bit you, creepy looking. What yeah. do you What do you reckon that was about? Um, Publicity. He was told to do it because now everyone's talking about. Ah uh, no no. Listen, uh, I, I, I don't think he'd think be told deep, anything. Think I don't think he'll be told anything. He'll do everything. He'll do his own thing. Um, well, I have my own. Opinion it didn't look. It he didn't brought look, it up in the in the press conference after, and yeah. said. You know, where we he has slagged off the fans before for not sticking with the team and yeah. not getting... He, they actually stuck with him even booed. though they were, they were 3-0 down. We got booed against Seville and we yeah. deserved it. We didn't get booed tonight. That's fair enough. Yeah. Now, half the crowd that would have booed all left. I'm not trying to yeah. half rubbish it. But yeah. the crowd that left would have. Yeah. The only cr- the crowd that stayed were more yeah. likely so going to support them. Anyway. I, don't, I don't see a problem with him I would st- giving credit to I would. St- uh, this is my opinion. No, I think he went down and had thought about this and he went down, and probably it's a big risk for him to do it, but I think he went down and started clapping the fans nearly in a show of, to show the Manchester United hierarchy that the fans are behind him. And uh, he started clapping them, and then he, knowing probably that the Boers are gone. Trying to keep the fans on his probably side. Probably the Boers yeah. are gone, and he has those fans in and front of him. And let's face it, he reeled them in when yeah. he gave it the three fingers, Jabby. He reeled them in, mm. but he reeled them in with a Liverpool tactic, history. 
Ah, classic. Love history. History. I love history. Them two, t- two titles were like over 10 years ago. Yeah. Mm. History. You know, but as a fan, you love it. If I was a United fan, I'd have loved it. But most people have to reel back and go. They're nah, going to ask you because myself and Bugo talk an awful lot. <clears throat> and no. Glenn and I Lonnie, ramble. Glenn and Lonnie go on to some, some other team. <laughs> you yourself, what do you make of it? Of Mourinho? Of Mourinho and the Manchester United situation. And I, I, I genuinely worry about Mourinho. I, <laughs> I don't think he's in a healthy place. Mm. He's, living at home. Like, he's living on his own. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I just I, I think mentally he's he's struggling. And I think yeah. I think the things that he, if you look, there's a there's a kind of pattern that he goes through with all the clubs he goes through. Yeah. And I think the problem is is he's being called out on what he's going to do next before yeah. he even does it. And I think that's freaking him out a little bit. So where is it? Oh yeah, he'll get the board against him, and then he'll play the. Mm. It's all on me, and everybody's against me. And he'll yeah. use it. To, he'll use it to take pressure off the team. But the problem is, the team have loads of money invested in them, so yeah. there's still pressure on them, and people are still looking at going. But why isn't because apparently Martial's this? getting a new five-year yeah, contract. Five-year contract. Apparently, and he's, yeah, he's, and he's, he's agreed with it. Sign it because he thinks yeah. he can outlast Mourinho. Yeah. That's uh, but that the belief is behind that and is that that's probably not far off. It's though. Woodward's decision that mm. he's getting the five-year contract, and the belief is that Martial, as Glenn said, that he reckons that Zidane mm. is going to be the man. That's yeah, that's see, cranking up a notch. I yeah, I, I think there's definite. I say behind the scenes, see, there is a definite <coughs> connections have been made there already. Before Zidane, Zidane, there wasn't a, yeah, a, a manager in waiting. No, but now, now that there, can, is, there is, can I throw on a curveball <coughs> and say? The amount of people that have said Zidane is going to be the next United manager, and I don't think he will, I think he's going to take over the Qatar job for the Qatari World Cup. Okay. That wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, mm. I, I, I don't necessarily think Zidane's going to take over. Cause will Mourinho no, last the season? I don't think so, because I think he's going to lose more games yeah. than he's going to probably win at this I stage. genuinely mm. believe it will be He's doing results. everything he can, but he's, it's you have to have a positive attitude for positive if results. He, yeah, yeah. <coughs> it's, there's, it, no, there's, no, there's no buzz in that If there's a threat of all, not making... Like, there's, no, there's not even like you can say, oh, but we have these guys coming through, or yeah. there's a little bit, you know, we're, we're at least scoring goals, but we just need to shore yeah. up the defence or if something. You know, um, you had that Liverpool kind of thing for mm. the... You know, the last couple of years, everybody even false positivity. There's yeah, not even that's that. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, something where you could just hang a little bit of hope mm. on. You're looking everywhere around that club from the very, very top. You know, from board level all the way down, mm. and there's nothing coming through on it. It all depends on as well how soon he goes. It all depends on the league table. If he, if the, if there's a serious threat there now making top four, he is gone. Yeah, I because am, I am looking at October. One thing they're sure about. Do you think their business, their pure business? Do you think he's He's done himself by trying to turn things around over the summer by blaming the likes of uh, Ed Wood. Or Ed no, Wood, I think, uh, in my opinion, again, it, I believe that Ed Woodward has a huge amount to ask, uh, answer for. Yeah. He's a bigger 100%. problem than Mourinho, I think. Yeah, but the, you know the constant kind of mentions that are playing against Leicester, well, they've spent more money than we have. You're like, going, oh, yeah, yeah, but no, that's this he's season. He's not doing himself. But over fairness, the last yeah. two years, Man City are the only club that have spent more money than United. Yeah, it's correct. just they, they front-loaded it in one season, and then your man went, look, you should have enough of a squad now. And then you look at a team like Spurs and what they've done over the last few years, the Nets spend blah, 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 and... Yeah. They're, they look on a completely different level to, yeah. to United but yeah. the, if you look at Spurs now whether you think Spurs will do their usual thing and you know get so far and then actually oh, come no. out with nothing they have hope in a club yeah. you're kind of looking at that going 
Jesus, yeah. But they're maximising everything. They're maximising everything. You'd rather fall short than not start, is what you're trying to say. Absolutely. Okay, we'll leave it there because I think everyone is on the same I think we all think he's on board time. I think it's Burnley this weekend. They lost that. He could be gone this weekend. To lose three out of four games, he could. Glenn. Yeah. Gary Mabbitt. Talk. Yeah, he's your hero. One of my heroes, when I get over the fact he plays for Spurs, um, was visiting his daughter in South Africa oh. six or seven weeks ago. He was a Ewer. And he's done. Sorry? He was a Ewer. He was. <laughs> Both of us. Oh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but he's a type 1 diabetic and it can affect your nerves and all this. So he actually has lost partial feeling in his foot. And uh, so he didn't feel a rat eating his foot while he was sleeping. This is in South Africa when they were on, were they on safari? Or something like that. I think they were in Jeez. bed, and I think the the rat actually nibbled at his daughter's arm or something like that. And she got up and had said something, and he didn't hear that. And then they looked down, and he was there. And he's after eating a hole through his foot. Jeez. He feel oh him. man. So he but I remember, like he then. he played. That was a big thing during his career. That huge. He, he always brought up the, the eye. They, to, they yeah, told him that, he and uh, obviously his eye as well. Didn't yeah. when John Fashion had done the job on him. Yeah. yeah. He, the, can't think of the area around his eyes paralyzed or whatever it was and mm, yeah whatever yeah feel a good old elbow oh, fashion the bash yeah serious stuff um irish women are playing tomorrow in tala stadium half five against nern nern qualifier nern. I, they're gone are they what about you are they both gone? The are Irish? gone I think they're gone yeah. Yeah. I think they're gone both of the Ireland's yeah. are gone yeah. Yeah. and you and your upcoming irish talent Quevin keller are signed a new contract today at lfc yeah um i was actually looking at other irish talent in the world of mma uh, Sinead Kavanagh signed a contract with Bellator mm. MMA, and she's, you know, she's has a fair fighting, um, a, a non-European whose name I cannot pronounce. <laughs> I'm not going to. Who's try. Conor McGregor fighting? Khabib Nurmagomedov. <laughs> Doing in a name and Dumphy style voice. Yeah. Watch him. He has to close his eyes and get into the camera. Do it. I'll do. It. How long is left? Two now. Minutes. Oh, no, you have to do, do it now. now. Um, no, no, no. I, I, it's McGregor versus Khabib, baby. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and the real star of the show is Wesley. It's, it's all Wesley Hulahan, baby. Seven or eight years ago, he ran the show in Amphit. Yeah, seven or eight years ago, Amy. You can't keep saying the same point. I still love him, though. There, the championship. Rugby championship. Uh, over and done with. Game over. Can Move I ask on. you a question? They're already claiming the in New Zealand. Sorry, we just yeah, go here. Did Australia Did, beat them in the first round? No. Just, just explain. Has there been two rounds? There's been two rounds and New Zealand hammered Australian bowler. Yeah. Just oh, explain. Yeah, they, were, they were very, very close up until halftime in both games. And then yeah. it was kind of like New Zealand went, oh, right, halftime now. Let's go. Maybe, out. maybe I thought the first half was the end. <laughs> yeah, there was one. It was, I think it was 12, 17 in the second one or 15. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, something like that in the, in the second one and the first one. Was in and around the centre. There was so less than there was, le- there was less than five points in it. What? Um, but New Zealand, like the papers are already coming out over there. You know the way they've got their couple of World Cups under their belt now. Paddy so Power, they're, they're already paying out already. Yeah, they're like, give us the title now. Mm. What's the point in going to Japan? Just give us the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Was it more that you know Australia didn't turn up in the second half, or that New Zealand just turned uh, it no, up? Just, New, New Zealand are all over the place. It's like, muscle memory uh, at this stage, isn't uh, it? If you know what I mean. 
the way it's going, Bowden Barrett could win a World Cup on his own. The yeah. way it's going. He's yeah. just ridiculous levels of... He's got everything. He's skillful. He's strong. He is so fast. Like, so fast. A great win for the edges at the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. it was great to see. They're back again. Yeah, yeah. I, every time you watch the edges... The, the first game they played against South Africa wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, it was actually a great game to watch now. It was absolute blood and thunder stuff now. They were knocking lumps out of each other. Yeah. Um, but... The second one now was nice to see the Argies get back on because they, they had a poor season last year. It'd be nice to see them. So who like we already know who's going to win. So who's going to come second? Uh, More than likely, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, South Africa to me now. I've watched. I got. They've obviously got uh, Razi Rasmus, who mm. was down with yeah, Monster, yeah, yeah. is coaching there at the moment, or is director of rugby. Um, they're in spells. They look brilliant. Yeah, and you're kind of looking, going, Jesus, this maybe. You know, give it a year's time, they could be back on it. And then they make some horrendous mistakes, like r- absolute deplorable stuff. And they're conceding tries left, right and centre. You're like, there's no reason why they should be, you know, conceding the points that they are with the players that they have and the coaching staff that are there. So I don't know, maybe they'll they'll come together a little bit for next year, but definitely for the championship this year. It's just over and done with. Andy Farrell signed a new contract. Yeah, he? he turned down it, England. How, yeah, how, how, how important is that to Ireland for the World Cup next year? Uh, it's awesome because what he brings defensively is just, it's it's an unbelievable level of aggression in defence. Um, we, lo- we were lucky enough to uh, have a training session with him where he, took a, he did a defensive session. And just to see the way he empowers people to be defenders. And apparently it doesn't matter if he's coaching under 15s or if he's coaching the Ireland international team. His basic motto is that defense is the first line of attack. What did, what did you see from that coaching session that you took away with you? Um, oh, there was loads of stuff. Like that, the very first one was that, you know what I mean, even in defense you should be going forward. Hmm. Um, the level trying to get people to enjoy violence like that <laughs> you know what i mean that that it, it there is a, a point of aggression like you know from playing football like anybody that's been tackled by shano knows that certain people take pride in the violent aspects of the sport it's a big smiley head on them it's trying to get that into people and there's that little buzz when you know that if it is a 50 50 but you're the more committed person into it you're coming out the other side of it and when you realize you're not getting hurt but you're actually getting results out of it you get a buzz off that and it's as good as you know making a really good pass or scoring a try or you know yeah. scoring yeah. a goal in football or whatever you get that little bit of a buzz off it you see the american football players can live off it you know what i mean you made that tackle end of and everybody celebrates so it's getting that that kind of mindset into players which obviously he's been reared with this thing from rugby league being from you know up around wigan you know uh, all tough lads up north down to turf all right but uh they they really they take no prisoners and that's that's always been their thing you look at sean edwards uh who's but how how did he portray that across in the session like that's what i'm saying but you have defensive coaches what made what made his session was it the intensity was it the passion that he brought to it yeah i think it was the the intensity uh, the intensity the passion there was a there's a level of detail that he brings to it but it it's just that kind of is it that any enthusiasm more is it any more technical or is it just that enthusiasm and stuff that's what he's talking about i presume yeah I, I don't know if it's more technical but i think you could say that when you look at an awful lot of top level coaches in any sport 
You know what I mean? They could do the same sessions that they're doing with Premier League footballers. With you all know the theory. It's about how you sell it. Yeah. Exactly. And it's that enthusiasm that you bring and being able to build a bond hmm. with players that yeah. you kind of go, we all buy in on this. What's and if that you sound like? What we were talking about the last 10 minutes with Mourinho, that's exactly what yeah. it sounds like. The guy yeah. probably is a footballing genius, but yeah. he's not selling it the way players buy into but it But that's it. If you want to buy in, you buy into that whole thing. Plus, there's the other thing I have heard from some internationals that have done sessions with him. Andy Farrell is still a beast of a human being. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you forget he was playing with that Wigan dream team back in yeah, the mid-90s yeah, before he when he was 17. Yeah. Um, and he played with them, won everything across you know the rugby league thing and yep. then switch codes um he still goes in and yep. pounds out in the gym and apparently if you start messing up in a defensive session or you're missing tackles he hops in and he'll show you you're up for demonstration time <laughs> with andy farrell and nobody example, wants that yeah. so you're kind of going where people always point out you don't want to be on there on the monday morning for a joe smith video session yeah you don't want to miss a tackle in an andy farrell defense drill well we look forward to getting him in the show uh, the very quick 20 second roundup Usain Bolt's making a debut tomorrow for Central Coast yeah, Mariners yeah, by all accounts his bodies and bits very by all accounts bodies and bits very serious uh, Johnny Walters has gone dip switch today yeah going home yeah um, the Euro transfer window is closing tomorrow so Liverpool are doing a big call yeah about the usual your Mar- Markovic's and Origi's apparently they're all going tomorrow so obviously some of the rest of the Premier League are going to be getting rid of their chaff and they can uh, still get us on the uh, tune in app even though they would be sent off to all far-flung parts of Europe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like what you're doing there. <laughs> that was <laughs> the best plug I've ever heard on this. Uh, Champions League draw as well. You know, quickly yep. touch on oh, that. Oh, God, I can't believe we didn't say it. Yeah. Um, oh. Match I'm actually looking forward to, it, and this is Red Star Partizan. Red Star Partizan. Red Star Red Star Inchicor. Yeah. Yellow star, red jersey. Come on. Yeah, Keep so up. the sports group is the prettiest group. Yeah. Which has Inter, Barcelona, and Dortmund. PSV. Napoli. Or PSV. PSV, yeah. yeah. There is, there's always the group of death. That's probably the group yeah. of death. But the group, I'm just trying to there. The group of life is probably Moscow, Lodomoto, Moscow, Porto, Porto, Schalke, and Galatasaray, who yeah. all believe that they will get through. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, you know, you'd have the, the, their rivals are Juve, Juve and Valencia. Be Liverpool's Ronaldo Paris. going back and uh, And Liverpool's Paris and Napoli. And there is a, another. And then City. I actually don't know. Yeah, City actually haven't got a bad yeah. group. Yeah, Hoffenheim and they're in it as yeah. well. So that's it. What? No, no. That's it. Pats aren't in Europe, so we're going to move on. (laughs) Listen, have a good weekend, guys. Enjoy all the sport and uh, cool all the tubes.